0: Um, So, welcome to the Modern Mia podcast. My name is Antonia Akatunde. I'm the founder of modernmia.com, a website that celebrates Black women at the intersection of career and family. And with me is uh, Yolanda Galt.
1: And I'm the author of Child Please. How Mama's Old School Lessons Helped Me Check Myself Before I Wrecked Myself.
0: Which is like the best title uh, of a book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so my childhood. I think my mother still says stuff like that to me, too, yeah. even in my advanced
0: age. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah, the the podcast is all about talking about some of the things that we, as black women, and then also as professional um Women and and Black mothers experience, like, you know, um, the work-life balance uh, question, the how do we have it all? Is having it all even something that Mm. people can have? Um, I I don't know. All those stressors, all those stressors.
1: Can I just say, no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no such thing as balance. So once you give that up, Mm -hmm. it's actually very liberating. There's no... Balance. There's no balance. This is sort of, it's a myth. And I I don't want to say, you know, like pin everything on the white man. I mean,
0: but it's (laughs) it's, convenient. (laughs) I
1: think it's one of those things that media makes up so that we can always be in pursuit of something. Right. You know, almost like flat abs or, you know, thin thighs.
0: (laughs) Thigh gap. Yeah, you know,
1: I mean, and and there you go. I don't know a black woman who has a thigh gap. I mean, I'm not all up there between my friend's legs, but I've never seen that with black women. So it's like balance, balance, balance. It's like the thigh gap. I think that's a very good analogy. You will never have it. Your mother didn't have it. Her mother before her (laughs) didn't have it. You have your kids. You do your thing. Some days will end well. Some days will
0: end not so well. Well, you talked about that in your book. Just like this, um this pressure in the media and why women are more susceptible to it than men. Like yeah. you hear this language every day. You see these images that are telling you that, you know, you're supposed to have thigh gap, even though my thighs are very intimate with each other. They're <laughs> like this. Um And that work life balance is something that is attainable if you yeah. do X, Y, Z. And, you know, when the site started in 2012, it was around the time of leaning in and having it all. And that language seemed really, really attractive to me. Like, oh, my God, it's possible. Like, there are all these women who are out there doing it, apparently. And the more that I talk to the moms on the site, it's like, actually, no, we all are trying to figure it out as we go along. So I think you're right. There is something very freeing once you get rid of that language and, and that imagery.
1: Yeah, because it sets us up, you know? It sets us up. It sets us up for failure. And I think, and one of the reasons I think I wrote the book was because I realized that mothers like my mom and those previous generations knew something we didn't. And it was that you didn't need me time. You didn't need date night. You just needed your head right, you mm-hmm. know? And like, my mom had balance because she wasn't studying us all the time. It right. wasn't like her kids were everything. I mean, right. we knew we were an important part of her life, you know. We 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 were we we were great. Mm-hmm. I mean, she let us know that she loved us, mm-hmm. you know. We rocked her world, but we couldn't be her world. Yeah. You know, she still went out. If friends came by, they were gonna sit and have a conversation and yeah. you were gonna go somewhere else. She wasn't gonna worry, oh. Is that appropriate? Oh, mm-hmm. should I get a sitter? It was like, no, get up out my mouth. <laughs> you, you know, go someplace and sit down. Yeah, me and Sugar—that was her best friend, Sugar. Oh, me an and Sugar, and and, and and they would talk about any and everything. Yeah,
0: I wonder if it has something to do with like people respecting children more than they respect adults, and yeah. like the the um, I don't know, the pressure to be a good parent, meaning putting everything into your child.
1: Yeah. We definitely are more child centric than we ever were. And I think it's unhealthy, not only for us, especially as women, because, you know, I mean, it's great. We love them. We love them. We love them. Mm -hmm. But I think that creates the imbalance. It's Mm -hmm. not, I mean, women have worked before, you know, I'm sure that there are lots of women out there who have very demanding jobs, but women have worked before with children and they've had husbands before. Um, They've had community church activities before, yeah. you know, I, I guess I feel like every generation we try to make ourselves so brand new and special. And I know <laughs> it's harder now because, you know, there's all kinds of factors that make child rearing harder, but mm. it's not fundamentally that different yeah. unless you make it that yeah. different. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm of several minds about it, especially as my kids grow older. What I realize too is that, and not to get all, I, I just think there's this element. I really do. Mm-hmm. Whether you're religious or not, I just think spiritually, you don't have as much control as you think you do anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like, you think you're going to make your kid this and you think if you do this, you're going to make them this. You My daughter is 17. And I have a 14-year-old. And I have an 8-year-old. Um, my 17-year-old, listen, I did a lot of stuff people told me to do. Well, I, I told her she was beautiful. I made sure she felt valued. But yeah. do you think she doesn't look in the mirror some days and say, oh, I'm fat or yeah. I mean, it just it just happens. Yeah. I mean, do you, I would love to know that she's this proud and, you know, competent and confident young black woman. But yeah. Sometimes not. Yeah. Sometimes not. I still, I, just the other day, just the other day, I'm telling her, oh, you can do this and you can do that. And she says to me, she says to me, this is really heartbreaking. She says, Ma, you know, you're delusional. Oh, no. <laughs> she says, I am very average.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's
1: what she said to me. I am average. Oh, get, get a grip, Ma. I'm, I am average.
0: Where do you think that comes from? Or like, know. what did you even I mean, of say? course, I'd love to say it comes from her dad. Or some, <laughs> someplace other than me. Some, some, I don't
1: know. Someplace else. Yeah. <laughs> someplace else. not, Not me, because I did everything right. <laughs> <laughs> I just really don't think it was all that deep growing up. I mean, you know, of course, there were always those rock stars, you know, the mm-hmm. football quarterback and, you know, the girl mm-hmm. who was so fly and so cute and in my world their names always ended in Y and my name was Yolanda which was like long and yeah. somewhat awkward so I don't know why my mother didn't name me something like Tracy. I felt like really if my name were something like Tracy or I don't know something you could put a Y at the end of. <laughs> all,
0: all of it would be I Right. I, I, would, I,
1: I really, I really would have been I would have been queen. I would have been
0: queen. <laughs> yeah. So to talk about like things um, being presented as you know perfection and yeah. um, making us feel bad about ourselves. Uh, there was a recent conversation, uh, Chrissy Teigen was talking Ooh. on her new talk show, The Fab Life, about having, um, like when she has kids, she does not want to have a hot nanny around because as much as she loves and trusts her husband, mm. you don't even want to like add any kind of temptation in the right. form of a hot nanny. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I don't want hot anything around. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it like do you think like,
0: um, men can't be trusted in the presence of like a hot woman who hasn't been like
1: you know, I hate to I hate to say this, but this is this is my thing, quite mm-hmm. honestly. And um, I've had all kinds of, you know, caregiver experiences and mm-hmm. issues and all that. I honestly don't think I know this is gonna sound bad, but I don't think young girls, I know some people, you know, idealize a whole um au pair thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just feel like what do you have to give my child? You're not that much older than she. I yeah. I, 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 don't know. I just like the idea of the older, trusted. Mm-hmm. I've always had caregivers who yeah. could help me too, right? Okay. Because that's the other thing. I, I need help. So yeah. you're not just here to wipe Johnny's nose. I, I, <laughs> I need help. And I've always, I've been really blessed. Usually I've had, I mean, I had one or two that weren't so good. But I've had usually had caregivers who would tell me, you know, baby. And they would always talk to me that way, no matter how old I was. Yeah. Right? And, no, and I would probably just like a few years younger than, you know, baby, what you need to do.
0: <laughs> well, that's like having Take your that, mom you, you right there. Warm that up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine a really young, hot anything because... Why? Yeah. What What are you really going to do? And I also I don't... was never
0: like the hot nanny. I was yeah. like the black nanny, which yeah. like had its yeah. own issues. Um, but I I always felt like there was a level of jealousy that um I wasn't comfortable with, mm. like because I was with the child when the mom wasn't able to be with the child, I've and heard there was like some say that. kind of like. Like when I went in for the interview, yeah. um, they let me hold the baby and the baby yeah. fell asleep in my um my arm. Oh, and you I was have like, that thing. I like I'm best. very lucky. I'm very blessed yeah. in that way. I'm sure yeah. once I have a kid it will disappear. <laughs> <laughs> um But they love you. But they loved me and the mom, like the dad was like, Oh my god, you're hired and the mom was like Oh. He does he he's never done that with me before, but Yeah, no, you're hired. Okay, so like, I think there's funny. like a like a level of that. jealousy. I've heard that. I've heard if, that. Like so have you ever felt jealous of your No,
1: to be honest with you, I had one sitter once. I'm gonna tell you this story. She was my very first sitter, mm-hmm. so I got really spoiled. Verona. Verona sang everything. I don't know. And she got my kids to do whatever she wanted them to do by singing. <laughs> now we're going to click a part and you know she had this like Jamaican lilt and everything sounded. Now we're going to do that. You know and I would be like get up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the effect just wasn't the same. Yeah. You know, one day I came home from work. I swear to God, it was time for Verona to go. Verona had kids of her own. Yeah. She was leaving. My daughter fell on the floor. Oh. She fell on the floor. Oh. She was screaming, oh, yeah. crying, Verona's name. Now I had just come home. Yeah, mom's <laughs> home
0: now. <laughs>
1: and Verona called me on her cell phone when she got to the oh. subway. She's like, I feel so bad, Yolanda. I, I, I just didn't want this to happen. like, Verona, if she's got love for you, I got love for you. I mean, I, all, all the love, the better. Yeah. All the love, the better. Love my child. I mean, because <laughs> I'd rather this yeah. than, you know, because I, I had another one, to be honest with you, years later. <laughs> now, my younger daughter was a little, she's slow to warm up to people. <laughs> <laughs> and she did not like Shirley. And I've come to know, to be honest with you, Trinity's now 14 years old. She's just got some kind of spidey sense no. about people. I used to think when she was younger, I used to think, my honey, oh, honey, you know, but yeah. she was not that baby. People would come toward her and she would, she'd would embarrass me. Yeah. She'd like, smack their hands away. Oh. She would smack their hands away as a toddler. Yeah. But I've come to know that she just, she senses something mm. about people and it's very real. Yeah. It's very real. But anyway, to, to, the, to the nanny thing, no, I think that's great. I think that's great because mm. I'm, I, I was talking to somebody about this, you know. I'm not the mom that and even now now, I think they like me, but I'm not the fun, cool mom. I I always have a set of things for them to do Mm -hmm. and I know it gets on their nerves. I feel them rolling their eyes all the time. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Because I have a lot of things I think they need to do. Mm -hmm. And I say to them all the time and I don't know, maybe some people like to sugarcoat it, but I just say, you know, life is hard. Life yeah. life is hard. We gotta we, we gotta we gotta get with this. There's yeah. not gonna be any free lunches. And so I'm not all that playful, mm-hmm. you know. I mean I can be somewhat playful, you know, you put Fetty wop on, I can do my very best. <laughs> I can I can go. I yeah. do a mean karaoke, you know. Um, but I'm not all that fun, I don't think. So I think it's always going to be that kind of tension. You know, the dad comes around and he's very cool and laid back and there's not that many rules. Do you think
0: like the hot nanny concept kind of exacerbates like... Like um, insecurities women might already have, like even if you're not jealous, you're just like, oh, I just had a baby, and now there's this like hot young thing running around. Oh, I, I just my don't. I,
1: I just don't understand how anybody, especially after having a baby, yeah. I mean, your body is virtually unrecognizable. Uh, so I don't even know why you would do that yeah. to yourself i i, I forget about the hot name i don't want anybody hot around me you know, <laughs> if you have a baby, i mean your flesh is just i mean i don't just just bring my mama yeah. my grandma you know, <laughs> those are the only people i want you know just hold me,
0: you know? <laughs> Tell me it's all better exactly. now it's gonna be fine soon. and you
1: know it's funny because you know, when you're pregnant and then right after you have a baby you know it's like all of your friends are automatically, all of a sudden, there's so much more gorgeous than you remember, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I would say, girl, you look good. And they'd be like, I, I look the same. You're like, no, no, girl, you look good. Did you get no, a facial? Oh, like, what, what happened? What, what, what have you done? What have you, nothing, it's just the same. Old. No, no, you look, you look good. <laughs> so, <That's> fair. <laughs> everybody looks great, you know? Everybody, And, and again, the media doesn't help, but this yeah. bounce back. Yeah, there's no bounce back. It's ridiculous. There's even no comeback. I mean, it's never <laughs> going to be the same. Just let it let it go.
0: One of the I, moms I interviewed said that like pregnancy is the most sci-fi thing that can happen <laughs> to your body, and you have like no idea what's happening it's and like true. who you are anymore. Yeah. And then your body is a site of trauma. Yeah, like you have to get over that. So I can I can do see. You that.
1: What, um, do, you, do you know what? Do K- Do you uh, know what? Carrie Washington said I thought was really great. What did she I, mean, say? I, I just adore her anyway. Yeah, I just, she's lovely. I just really do. But she said as though her body looks any different because I can't tell it does, but she says that she never wants her body to go back pre-baby because she said that after having been pregnant and after having had her child, it's now like the sight of a miracle. So why would she want to go back pre-miracle?
0: That just makes me love her even more. I know,
1: right? (laughs) I know. But isn't that something? Yeah, That is true. That is true. I'd still like to change a few things, though. I mean, I... <laughs> but you know, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you know. You're, you're Olivia Pope, so right. of course you would say that. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. I wonder what she thinks is like different about her body now, because I I think I saw the same. It um, was at the Self yeah. magazine, yeah. and she's just like. Legs all akimbo yeah, on this Pilates bar and a, and... a bodysuit. Would like, she I... like a size two? Probably. I mean, I have never had a child and like my body looks like I've had She's at least five. Nice. So. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: you know, it's not even a size thing. It's just like, you know, when stuff stretches that far, I mean, come on, you know, you're not like rubber bands. So <laughs> it's it's going to stay out there yeah. for a good length of time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool. Um, so we are gonna take a break and then when we get back, we will head into the meat and potatoes of um this podcast where we will talk about what are the challenges of being a professional black mom. So we know mm. that, you know, work life balance is a struggle that everyone has regardless of race, but uh, black women have it a little bit harder. We're so well, yeah, we're really <laughs> special. So when we get back we'll talk about that. So we are back and we are going to be talking about the challenges of being a professional black mom. And um, I posed this question to uh, Modern Mia's uh, Facebook readers and they had like just so many things to say. One woman said, "Uh, for me, particularly raising a black male at this time is hard. I feel like I have to be an even stronger advocate for my son. Another woman said, Nadine Roseman, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She said, I have read articles over the past few years of women who have been allowed to bring their infants to work, even though some coworkers might complain. And she said that a black woman would never feel comfortable being able to do that because you don't want to have that kind of, like, uh, bias around you or um, that that belief that, oh, so-and-so has to bring her child in here for or, you know, because she's a bad mom or, like, doesn't and I think have... we're
1: also a little self-conscious as yeah. black parents yeah. about our kids, you know? And I right. think that comes... I remember once, um, Wanda Sykes is really funny. She used to talk about how, you know, when she grew up, her mom would always say, it's white people watching, you right. know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's not don't do it do in front that. of the don't white people. Do- yeah, yeah. And we get very, I think, overly so to mm-hmm. some extent. We get very... Weird about our kids doing what kids do. Yeah, we don't want them to act out. We want them to be perfect all right. the time. We want them to be because well, white people are watching. Well, white people are watching. Yeah, they are, are watching. watching. Yeah. they are watching. That's like
0: a I like a narrative that's really hard to shake because you know my parents did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I my boyfriend is white. I'm going to have mixed kids, but they will be black because mm-hmm. one drop rule and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going to talk to them like white people are watching. Right. Like, um so it's it's kind of in a way clipping your wings before you can even fly because you know that something else is gonna clip them for you. Yeah. Um, so that's something that black professional women have to deal with that white women don't have to and they're um
1: I think we're stressed more about about our children, and yeah. that that spills in. yeah you know, that can spill into the workplace. We are're We're really stressed, and i can I can relate to the woman with the black son, too, because you know, if you get a call from your child's school mm-hmm. and it can be the most benign thing. you yeah. know, oh, you know, today Junior had to sit out because you know, there was a dispute, I think you immediately go to, okay, well, why are you calling me? Well, what was my child? You know, yeah. you, you can't help a little bit but wonder if maybe your black child is being treated differently. Right, right. It's, it's, it's always like, in the back of your mind. About, it's yeah. always in the back of your mind. I think especially if you have a son, and I didn't know that because my youngest is the son. Mm-hmm. Girls, you know, I, I think if you have a girl and, you know, you, they're just usually more compliant. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they they want to be grown up. Yeah. So they tend to act mature. And they're not as impulsive. Mm. They're not as impulsive. But I think um, as soon as I found out I was having a boy, I immediately got a whole new set of worries before he was even born. (laughs) Like what? Well, I thought if he acts out in school, is he going to be rambunctious or is he going to be special needs? Right. You know? They're really,
0: really, really quick to to medicate black kids. Yeah. I was just listening to that podcast, uh, This American Life, one about the way that black kids had to be bused into certain schools because their Mm -hmm. school system was failing. And all these white parents were like, do not put these black kids into our school. Uh, But one of the things the author of that piece said was, you know, black kids are the most experimented on in these systems. It's even Uh. if it's like you know putting them in this in the special system right or, you know oh they're a little bit too too rowdy too yes. like rambunctious yeah um let's let's see if he should uh do some Adderall or, or Ritalin right. or something like that. right so it's it's really upsetting because it's just setting them up for failure before, it's very upsetting putting in this the language tracking. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah tracking like once you have a once you're labeled as a problem, that's going to follow you throughout your whole education. And
1: what constitutes the problem? Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if it's the curly-haired blonde boy, as I say, you know, he's got so much energy and he's so charming. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. not sure the little black boy gets the same yeah. deal.
0: I was, um, there was something else I was reading where a mom said, you know, she hates it when people call her son cute Mm -hmm. because it makes her realize, like, he only has so many more years of being called cute before he's, like, not cute anymore. He's, like... Dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. And black children are... heartbreaking. It it is. They're, like, assumed to be older than what they actually look like. So you're, like, eight, but you look 12. Mm -hmm. Or, like... It's really sad. So that is, again, something that, you know... White kids have a, a chance to be younger and... Um, innocent much longer than black kids have to be. And that's something that their moms have to worry about.
1: You do. You constantly worry about it, I think. And it's one of those things where, well, you want your child to be, you know, among the higher performing. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you stress out over that. You know, you don't want them to have those kinds of challenges. And then the social stuff, you know, I think that it can just be it can be overwhelming. I think it can be really overwhelming.
0: Yeah. Can you tell me, like, a moment in your motherhood journey where you felt like that kind of pressure um, of being a professional mom um, who was juggling with those well, added it's, concerns? Well, it's, it's really never gone away, yeah. to be honest okay. with you. It's
1: never gone away. And what I do is um, not healthy either because <laughs> I probably make myself a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. But what I do is to counter it. Um, I try to stay involved in school. Okay. And I know that it's very it, it, it's much easier, and I understand when people say, look, I work. I, I cannot be up in that school. I, mm-hmm. and But I find that, I mean, and like I, I said, it, it, it makes me, I've, I've always got a bazillion balls in the air. And I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I don't go every week and read to the class. I'm not saying I bake fresh cookies. <laughs> I'm just saying no. that at least once a month or so, I do something. Yeah. I, 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 I do. I feel a little bit of a pressure to make sure I am seen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the other night it was back to school night, and I have two kids in the same school now, which, you know, it, it's, it's convenient in one sense, but when you go to back to school night, you have to try to see all of your kids' teachers. It is so tiring. I'm telling you, I know it doesn't sound like that much, but after each teacher goes through their spiel, you just, and you're walking up and down, you just, you need a stiff drink after that. You really do. It's <laughs> not during, to be honest <laughs> with you. But I just feel like it's so important. My oldest daughter is like, Nobody does that anymore. My, my friends, you know, nobody goes to that. It's not even important. Why are you doing that? It's like I want you to see that this mm-hmm. brown child has a parent yeah. who cares, who is involved. Don't don't try anything, you know. Right. I'm not I'm not threatening you, but you know, don't start no won't be <laughs> now, you know? I just want you to see I'm here. Yeah. This is your email, which is okay. Yeah. I will get in touch. I,
0: yeah.
1: I I don't want a problem, but if there's a problem, I want to just sort of, you know, yeah. I wanna clip it right away. Mm-hmm. I would just want to make sure, and every once in a while, I'm going to send you an email. And I feel that I really do feel that like you have to do that. You're because... fighting
0: the stereotypes for all all black moms and all black women. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I tip all the time because it's like <laughs> people say so we don't, tip. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's where we tip. <laughs> I am almost always like the only black mom mm-hmm. who, you know, volunteered to chaperone mm-hmm. on the trip. And I don't do every trip, yeah. but, you know, I, I really do think it's important mm-hmm. that you have that presence. And kids really love it. I mean, even when they're older, they act like they don't. But I think kids really like it. Like, Those oh, are
0: memories. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It is tiring. (laughs) I I have a new respect, though, I have to say, though, it does really give you a really good perspective on what teachers deal with every day.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: yeah, because, I mean, race aside, I mean, to deal with all of that all day. When I go in the classroom, if I'm there for like an hour or two with some. You know cupcakes for the birthday. I I, I need a nap, <laughs> so I don't know how they do that all day long because that's what they, you know, you go in there and they, they just they see an adult, so yeah. they're like, Calls mom, calls mom, calls mom, calls mom, calls mom. Guess what? Calls mom, and it's just like, Kid, You're not mine, Kid, yeah. No, you don't, don't even belong no, gonna this. You're gonna get a cupcake, you're gonna get the cupcake, <laughs> calls mom. Guess what? Calls mom, calls mom. That's what they call you. They're yeah. ever, ever, that's it's, it's a little troublesome. I mean, you know, why can't you say the, the last name yeah. with the Ms or the missus yeah. pa- kids don't do that anymore that's
0: funny kids because don't do that, that is what Chloe's, my, mom. Chloe's, no, mom. No. Chloe's mom mom. that's what they call you oh my gosh that's so annoying like I'm, I'm just hearing it in my headphones right now I'm like I couldn't couldn't hear it all day um that's so oof, oof. let's see what other people had to say Natoya S. Brown Baker says I want to set an example for my daughter and I feel like when black women are determined focused and passionate is viewed professionally as angry or rude or people being even being surprised that you're a professional and a mom it's like shouldn't you be dancing on poles or collecting a welfare check i hate that being a black career woman is still an anomaly to so many that mm-hmm. is woof so true mm. so true um and it's...
1: I don't have a lot going on physically, so I don't think anybody mistakes me for a pole dance. <laughs> so I feel sorry for women who have that, but I got a little bit of a struggle body, so I don't think anybody thinks that. Body. When they see me, I don't think they see that, so I feel sorry for that, sister, because no. I never realized that all that pressure came with, you know, yeah, no. having it going on like that. Yeah, I didn't know. No. That's That makes me feel bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> struggle wow. body. Wow. I can't wait to use that in, at the next I just a,
1: little, a little bit. I'm always like pulling the belt and, you know. <laughs> you're so
0: funny. You know. But no, I, I do think um that what she what she's saying is is very real like the uh, being assertive is considered being rude yeah. or um angry at work. Um it's it's something that women, black women we do get uh, when we do Work up the courage to ask for raises. We're we're least likely to get them compared to our white female counterparts. Of that angry black woman tax.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. I I think I I think that um we don't ask for much anyway. Yeah. We don't. We don't. White women either. To be honest. I mean, yeah. I think yeah, women. We we just don't. We don't ask for things. Mm-hmm. We don't. And I still struggle with it. I mean, sometimes you know if I have to, I mean, now to be, I don't know if I would be as assertive as. I am, um, if it weren't for the kids. Because now I feel like it's kind of this basic. Like, I, I have to feed these people. So right. I'm going to have to go in there and ask for what I need. Yeah. But I don't know if I would be yeah.
0: as much so. Yeah. You know? That's one of my favorite Toni Morrison uh, quotes is that she used to be an editor. Um, and she asked for a raise. And they were like, they would give her, like, this, she called it a cute secretary, like, raise. And she was like, no. I am the head of my household, just like you are. And I have to, like take care of my kids, that yeah. so you're going to give me a raise that's, you know, wow. according to the work that I do and yeah. the position that I hold in my family. Yeah. And she got the raise. Um, God, I love Tony Morrison. I do, too. <laughs> um, Did you
1: know her given name was Chloe? That's why I named oh, Chloe Chloe. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <clears throat> what are some other challenges of being a professional black mother?
1: I think that one of the biggest things is that, and, and I know this is going to sound like an overgeneralization, but... I think, along with the angry thing, mm-hmm. because we we are we're we're raised to be strong, the mm-hmm. strong, the strong, the strong, the strong. Yeah. What I know I struggle with is um, really speaking up when something's not fair or something's not right. Like I might complain about it, or but I tend to internalize, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us tend to internalize things that don't go well instead of actually speaking out and speaking out in a real effective way. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is, um, but I feel like we're not we're not taught to speak up and be assertive in mm-hmm. effective ways, yeah. you know,
0: and like we as in women or black women. Black are... women, okay. black women
1: in particular. Okay. Black women in particular. I think women have the same problem, but black mm-hmm. women in particular, I think You know, we we, we don't know how to do that well. Mm -hmm. And I I put myself in that category. And I I feel like there's a lot of pressure because what we do is we internalize. And so we're stressed out. We're stressed out all the time. Like, you know, we know that we said that first in the meeting. We know we said it. Yeah. We know we said it. And yeah. then that guy said it. And it's like, oh, my gosh, Tom, great idea. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, I said that 30 minutes ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just wish there was some kind of, I don't know, like some kind of pill we could take. It's like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the way they do it, the way they do it, right? There's always a smile and a little bit of a laughter. Like a handhold, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if, 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 if I had the presence of mind to say something, you know, I'd I'd come off. I'd come off like, I said that already. Yeah. (laughs) But then you're angry, right?
0: So. And you know what? It's a chicken or egg thing. I am
1: angry. Yeah. I'm angry. And I, I sometimes I'm mad yeah you know and I, I feel like we, we we're so we're so conscious of that angry black woman thing that we forget to give ourselves permission to be mad right. we, we can be mad right you know we, we need to learn I think how to express it and how to do something effective with it mm-hmm. but we can be mad it's okay to be mad yeah. you
0: know? giving ourselves permission to feel feelings yeah um, is is so important and I feel it's like it's huge it's the, huge at the core of so many of the like mental health issues and That's why I love the fact that there's this whole self-care moment happening Mm -hmm. where, like, you have to take care of yourself or you can't take care of anyone else, Um, even if you don't have children. Like, there's this there's this need to be able to, you know, take a step back and remove yourself from all the toxic parts about being black in society right Right. now and just be like, I like myself. Right. I'm going to take like I'm going to get off Facebook today because everyone's pissing me off right now. (laughs) And I am going to take a bubble bath or, like, watch, I don't know, Daria or some Netflix or something. Daria, that's so uh-uh. funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just watch something ratchet, yeah, right? Just I, do something I was going to mention
0: it during the, like, no hot nanny thing, but <clears throat> I, like, don't judge me. Uh, watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. <laughs> and um in one of the seasons, um the the do do wrong husband Kirk uh wanted to bring in a hot younger nanny that he'd been flirting with mm-hmm. at um the bar to like look after their newborn child. And the mom was like, I'm not having any I was gonna of that. <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, Um but yeah they're ew. Don't be ashamed. Okay. Don't be shamed. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. You know,
1: um, a couple of years ago, we had a family reunion down south, and we had a layover in Atlanta. It was a bad storm. Anyway, we ended up staying the night in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. we went into Atlanta just to kind of kill time because mm-hmm. we were not having good luck. And so... I just have to say, I had not been in Atlanta for a long time. My brother and sister went to school there, yeah. so that was a long time ago. Um, just being in the center of Atlanta, which is that underground and all kinds of, stuff, it gave me a whole new appreciation for the, how you say, culture. <laughs>
0: What do you mean? (laughs) I love that you're laughing already.
1: (laughs) Of the housewives, I mean, because when you're, you know, when you live in the Northeast and you're watching it, you can easily say, as I've said, because sometimes you know, I, I, I I channel surf and I say, like, nobody does that. that is so. Give me a break. (laughs) Nobody does that, but they do. (laughs) They, they really do. They do that. Yeah, and they really do look like that.
0: They really do I, I just I feel like there's this um like like this uh I need to be a bad bitch uh type yeah. mentality that is so stressful to me as someone who's like <laughs> mom never wore makeup and like never taught her daughter to wear makeup <laughs> and like doesn't really like all that glitz and yeah. heel stuff. It's just it stresses me out.
1: Well, you know what? It's funny and you may find this when you have kids because I mean I, I don't know. I don't know. My my, my one daughter, she we live let me just be honest. We live in the suburb of New Jersey. Yeah. We did live in Brooklyn. She cannot possibly remember it. Mm-hmm. And even when we lived in Brooklyn, we did not live in Mercy. <laughs> but you cannot tell her that she is not the best. <laughs> you, she thinks she runs that whole little six-mile town there. And you bet not. And she, oh, my gosh. She told me a couple years ago, she said to me, this is my child, right? Mm-hmm. I heard her saying, trust and believe. Did you just say trust and believe? Like, like, you know, like she's 35, right? So trust and believe. I don't know what she was saying. Trust and believe. That algebra te- I don't know what she was saying. Like, I don't, was saying. I don't even know what she was saying. I don't even know what she was saying. I don't know what she was saying. But that, like, goes to
0: what you were saying about <laughs> girls wanting to be mature and, like, putting on the, I don't even know the kind of things I was saying when I was 17. It was probably, like, I don't even know. I
1: know I I was not trying to be big and bad because I didn't want anybody hitting me. (laughs) 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 I did not want, I was never in a fight. I really wasn't. I was never in a fight. I had an older brother and an older sister Mm -hmm. and my older brother was really, really big. I mean, I think he was like, Six four when he was twelve or something, and my sister. I'm the shortest one in my family. My sister's like six feet. You are
0: tall, just for (laughs) listeners who cannot see you. You are tall. tall. (laughs)
1: I'm tall. I'm tall. My sister, who is completely not this way now, she was always wanting to fight somebody. We're growing (laughs) up. Always, you know, you like people follow you because there's going to be a fight, 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 fight. People were always following my sister because there's going to be fight, 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 fight. And she was so bad that like when you ran up on your porch, which was supposed to be neutral zone everything off my sister would run up on the porch too she would run up on the porch
0: ready that was ready supposed to, to be neutral
1: ground that was supposed to be okay it's over i've you know the white I flag got home yeah safe. yeah my i got here. home i'll see you tomorrow we'll take this back up you know in the playground my sister would run up on the porch so nobody messed with me because they just assumed
0: you oh, know, yeah. that they were
1: going to beat down um, they they just assumed
0: i went to a really Um, I won't call it a preppy. It was a college preparatory school in Kansas City, Missouri. So it was like the one good school surrounded (laughs) by like a bunch of like crappy schools where all those kind of fights happened. Uh Um, So I was very much like, I'm never going to get into a fight because we're all here for books, right? (laughs) You are so so cute. (laughs) Like the few times that there were fights, I was just like... Um Oh my God, I hope that never happens to me. Because it would be like this whole show like, oh, Carrie's here. And she like, she got her, ha- the white girl has her hair in like French braids. That bitch oh. ready to fight. And like, oh, uh, she's like walking around with her lock. She's ready right to go. And she I was got her like, Vaseline. Mm, <laughs> not me. Mama and Papa Day would not be okay with that. Did not- anybody ever try you though? No, I mean, I was, I was painfully awkward and um like nerdy. So like people said really really mean things to me like I got picked on all the time mm-hmm. but I was never gonna be like I'm gonna fight you over that <laughs> like, I'm gonna write in my journal. <laughs> uh, oh you wait yeah ooh, I'm gonna ru- ooh, I cannot wait ooh. I'm gonna get back to ooh, my journal that sentence yeah I'm no. about to tear you up mm. <laughs> dear diary you will not believe what happened you. today <laughs> I can't wait to move to New York and be fancy. What <laughs> uh, <but> Kansas City. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and all those losers are at the check cashing council right now
0: right now right now you mark my words you mark my words payday loan. that's right that's i mean right. i can't i can't front i i have really shitty credit but <laughs> but i'm living in new york now that's right so you
1: fabulous you fabulous you fancy you yeah, fancy. So fancy you fancy <laughs> Oh, man. That's the nice thing about New York. You can front, you know. Oh, That's, it's so easy. That Joe. is a that is a that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You can front like you got it going on, <laughs> right?
0: And no one has to
1: know. No one has to know. No one like I grew to up know. in Buffalo, Have you see Kansas. So you cannot front
0: yeah. in Buffalo. Everyone knows.
1: Everybody know. Everybody <laughs> know. Everybody know. <laughs> you can't front. And who would want to? I mean, you're you're all in Buffalo together. Let's just <laughs> Buffalo is nice that way, though. Seriously. What was, like,
0: important in Buffalo? What, like, what made you a cool kid in Buffalo?
1: Well, let me see. You had to go to Skateland.
0: Oh, oh, my God. There was a skate land mm. and you,
1: to... mm. oh if you And if you weren't there on Friday, I mean, if your mother didn't, and sometimes my mother would, my mother would do crazy things. I mean, like, I would do everything she told me to, I don't know, one small thing, and she would lead me to believe, like, everything was in the clear, and then Friday would come, it'd be time to go, and she you ain't going nowhere. <laughs>
0: Remember? (laughs) That's so funny.
1: Just bust yourself, you know? (laughs) There was a club that you went upstairs Mm -hmm. to. And their thing on the radio, the commercials together. it was called the Vermilion Room. It was red, but we were trying to be fancy because so we fancy. didn't have much in Buffalo, <laughs> right? Steel, chicken wings. So it called it Vermilion. And they used to say, the Vermilion Room, where you got to go up to get down. <laughs> ooh,
0: ooh. So that was so fancy. The, I know.
1: Yeah. It was That's... really cool.
0: <laughs> I can't tell you about any clubs in Kansas City because um, I wasn't allowed to do anything. Oh, I was sneaking. I was sneaking. I was sneaking. Oh, man. I was sneaking. Oh, oh, Sneaky, sneaky, n- n- sneaky.
1: You to I'm sneaky?
0: No, I'm the only girl um, oh. of Nigerian parents. <laughs> so, I mean, that just says everything. Like, I remember asking my dad, yeah, you know, what yeah. my curfew was. And he was like, oh, you don't have one <laughs> because you're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, no? Okay, okay. Oh, my God. I remember um, my prom. Like, <laughs> my dad would not let me go to junior prom because it was like, that's, juniors don't go to prom. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to prom. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I went to senior prom, and he was like, "Okay, I need to know the address of the after party that you're going to, and I need to know that person's parents' phone number." And I like was terrified of lying and like yeah. giving him the wrong number or something. So like I asked the person who was throwing the party if he could give me their address and their number, and he was just like, "You're weird. You're oh, really weird." Was, that really happened. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was so terrified. I still, still terrified say that to parents. Chloe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm so terrified. I like I kind of want them to teach me how they were able to do it. I know a big part of it has to do with like hitting me, Um, but like I want to know how they did it because I was just so terrified. Not to say that I like I didn't do sneaky stuff that I will never say on this podcast, (laughs) Um, but like I I was just terrified of really of them finding out and like and they found ways to show up in places where you like would least expect them, (laughs) and like I would get caught and yeah. I don't I don't mess with Accoutune days. They they still scare me. Um so yeah, this was fun. This was a blast. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh so we're gonna take Because I break. don't get out much. <laughs> well, you're a mom of three. A busy mom of three. A busy professional black mom of three who is angry. It sounds sometimes. so impressive. I didn't know it is. Mm. All right, we're gonna be right back. And we're back with our last segment, Things That Gave Us Life, where we'll talk about um, something that made us really happy this week. Yolanda, what is something that gave you life this week?
1: Okay, this is going to sound silly, (laughs) but I saw a clip of that Fab Life show you talked about with Christy. And I just loved to see that this is going to... I don't want to be sick about this, but I really loved to see that they were crying on TV. I know that sounds crazy. No, no. What did
0: you love about it? I
1: just love that it it, it felt really real. And I'm going to just say, I don't want to make myself sound like so Pollyanna. I believe they could have been lying first. Okay. I don't know that I believe they have fertility issues. I don't even know if I believe they want a baby, but. It was so real in that second, and I think it really did give light to so many people because, first, if you are struggling, and a lot of people do struggle with that, so I mean, I'm not trying to diminish it at all, a lot of people struggle with that, so to see these women who have it all, so to speak, struggle with that, and admit it, admit it, that's the thing, admitting it, I just thought that was really brave and really cool and powerful.
0: Yeah, I agree, I saw the same clip, and right? like, you know, you think, I, I mean, I, I haven't had um, kids yet, but... I always thought that, you know, when you were ready to get pregnant, you just got pregnant. And in the course of the three years of doing the website, I've realized it's not that easy. It very rarely is that easy. It's hard. You're blessed when it's that easy. Um, so to see someone talk about it, I, I did appreciate that, too. That Yeah? Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, a thing that gave me life this week is um, our most recent feature had a mom who um, decided to move to Japan to raise her son, uh, Chris. Um, they live in they lived in Philly. Now they're living in Japan, and she wants to raise her son abroad. Um, and it had the most reaction I've ever had on anything in the site in recent memory. So great. Um, so we put out a call for women to share their stories about being expats raising their kids abroad, and we got twenty plus women sharing their stories of you know raising their kids in Abu Dhabi, London, oh, wow. Ghana. Um, so to see that like you know it's possible, women are doing this and. Also, that Modern Mia's readership is beyond like me and my mama and my <laughs> boyfriend. Um, was really it, it really gave me life this week. So I that's awesome.
1: It. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. So thank you for listening. Um, this has been Antonia with uh, Yolanda for the Modern Mia podcast. If you want to follow us on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. It's at Modern Mia, M-A-T-E-R-M-E-A. Or you can follow me um, for pictures of things that I eat at A-N-T-H-O-N-I-A-A on Instagram and Twitter. And you
1: eat fascinating things. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at The Real Yolanda, and Yolanda is spelled Y-L-O-N-D-A. I also have an author page on Facebook. And it doesn't get a lot of love and I don't know if it means anything but just like it cuz it makes me feel good if people just like it. Yeah. I don't know what it means when you say you have a lot of followers on your fan page, but I like it when the numbers go up. Yeah. Even if it says I got 3 likes, I get so excited. Yeah,
0: so everyone make Yolanda feel better and like <laughs> her author page. I'm going to do it as soon as we leave. Thank today. you. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. I'm putting right. it out thank- there. Yay, thank you, Yolanda. <laughs>
1: thank you for having me. Of course. It's a blast. <laughs>